Welcome back to the 112th episode of the Monster Movie Stomp Down. Of course, you got your host, Sludge, from me. Now, across from me is not only our normal Lorax, but we have a special guest, if you see. Gavin, say hello to everybody. Hey. And then, of course, you got the Lorax right That's there. That's me. And then the Grandmaster in Texas. Ruben. And yeah. we've got a fun special episode. Yeah, we've been telling you guys that Gavin's finally going to make an appearance because he's been wanting to for a while. And uh, we are doing one of his favorite movies. We've started... Into the realm of the tokusatsu films and shows, and so we're doing a movie that actually was a hard copy. I brought it down um, for tonight's show, um, a movie called Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy, and this is the introduction of an Ultraman character named Ultraman Zero, um, and it should be, it's going to be fun. This is a great movie. We actually, Gavin was pumped up, Gavin brought down some of his Ultraman figures, I brought down my Ultraman Zero model, you know, we're big Ultraman fans here in the house, and uh, especially Gavin, so this one will be fun. But man, uh, before we get doing that, how are you guys doing? Well, uh, before we get started, do you need Gavin's chair that has a back? Because I know, oh no, man, you hurt your back. Oh okay. my god, you hurt your yeah. back. I don't want to hear and it. And before the show ever got started, he's whined and cried. I have not. Oh. This is okay. Yeah. So yeah. no, yeah. So yeah. he has. It's it's Monday. We record these on Mondays. We release them on Saturdays, and I. Graciously, the friend that I am, um, <laughs> helped my neighbors push their van that's been broke down, 4,600-pound vehicle, what? from their driveway across the street into our driveway because their driveway is all dirt and gravel. They got jacked up on stands. It won't keep sinking. Mine's all asphalted. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And we have a little slight incline on our driveway Ooh. before it levels out. And we get to the top of that incline, and it felt like, I was the only one pushing at that moment. I love my neighbors to death. They're my friends. But I was like, man, come on. Where y'all at? I know this with me. Was it just me pushing this this vehicle? I remember and smacking my face on a to, concrete. That to, um, to get it up, that la- I gave it all I got, that last little push to get level, and something did popped in the middle of my back. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Hard enough that you know my neighbors heard it, and uh, it's been rough. I don't know. Man. I think I was here probably about 45 seconds. And then I had to hear about lies, that. Lies, and then, lies, And then it was, yeah, you know, and, and then Sarah's out on the porch with us, and she's talking about how she got him in a massage chair. You know, oh, the man. wife, man, oh. she was, she's trying to take care of him. And what's yeah. he do? He complains uh, that now his mm. back is bruised because of the massage no, chair. No, that is not how it went. <laughs> okay, that is not so that how it that went. That wasn't good enough, so, you know, she went and got him a heating pad. Really? Oh my yeah. gosh! Did you? He had to yes. lay on the heating pad. Okay, yeah, I saw the heating pad. There no, we go. Yeah, there that's we go. Not how it went? Okay. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> I don't this know. massage chair is she. She gave it to me. She's like, look, it might help. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna worry about it. She's hey. like, well, I'll sit up in your back chair and it'll be okay. We're trying to listen and, uh, to uh, Lorax. Here. No, hey, watch it there, man. Good. You're the guest. <laughs> um, it's still my show, uh, but. Uh, 
So I'm like, all right, let me hear that. Did you just hear that? It's his show. It's his show. Yes, I heard that. I heard that. It's not just my show. It's it's Lorax's and 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 the Grandmaster show as well. Boy, that hurt. Well, but, that, that didn't want to man, sound that, like that's, this a minute that's, ago. Uh, How's the trees doing? That's some Dion Sanders type uh, <laughs> backtrack in the back. back oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Dion. Come on. Okay. Uh, anyways, <laughs> all right, so I got this thing in my chair, and I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And uh, she said it bruised her back. I'm like, there's no way. You know, In my mind, I'm like, okay, it, it's, there's no way this thing's going to really bruise your back. No, that thing does not freaking play around, okay? It is... It was, I was telling my neighbors, they were like, it's, so it's not like, you know, like one of those Asian massage chairs, you know, it's kind of soothing. And so I said, no, it was like a Norwegian Viking. So you got like <laughs> this woman named Olga digging into your back, put that in over there, uh, digging into your back. And it's just, it was, it was excruciating, man. It was pretty rough. Uh, and I'm, I'm it did. I think it bruised my back a little bit. It was, it didn't play around. I, I just know that I remember Sarah, you telling Sarah. Will you be quiet? You're not helping oh. any of this. Oh, <laughs> that is what you goodness. Oh, Look, because I That's knew. where the bruises it's, came from. Oh, from the yeah, beat, exactly. From the no, no, I knew. <laughs> she was saying this stuff. I'm like, man, this is Lorax is just going to use this on the show is what it is. That's why I said you're not helping. Well, I knew I, where it was going. You know, I just thought maybe you needed a back, you know, because you're sitting on a stool, you know, and I just... You know. I, I will survive <laughs> okay. for the next okay. 45 minutes. Right. I was just minutes. checking on that. All right. I was, uh, make me have a heart I was concerned. Yeah. I was a concerned father is what I well, was. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> I can tell you that much <laughs> right now. So um, concern my rear end. But, uh, uh, so, no, no anyways, your, so, I thought you hurt your back. Did you hurt your rear end or your back? a heart attack. Well, huh. well, with him, it's going to hurt my back. Yeah, or hurt my butt at the same time just because yeah. he's – Anyways, yeah. I, so, uh, gosh, yeah. it'll be, it'll be. I'll make it through. I promise. Okay. I, uh, I that's will all. Make it through. Man, what I was concerned gonna, about. He's gonna. He's gonna, gonna be a trooper. He's gonna. Yeah. Because you know it's your show and all. We, you know, yeah, it's your show. Right. You gotta, yeah. you, you, you gotta. It is our show. I'm just laying the rules <laughs> down for Gavin. Like, hey, Wait, hey, did, hey, we, did we start this thing already? Yes, we've already oh. started. We've already, we, it is rolling. So, oh, all right. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so, we're yeah, into we're um, this one, man. Pretty stoked about it, and uh, for several reasons, which we'll get into. Uh, but it is time for us to dig into. It is a long name, Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxies. Here's the trailer. <laughs> Check it out.
文豪がゼットン星人俺が相手だオッケー、okay, and that was the trailer for a Mega Monster Battle Ultra Galaxy. The continuity has been there since 1961. It's all the same. It's all one continuity, and it's huge. There's so much lore when it comes to the Ultras that I think is amazing. This movie introduces a character named Ultraman Zero. Ultraman Zero、uh, kind of has become the new Ultraman. Like, he's, he's the forefront top dog from here on out. And this came out in 2009, December 12, 2009. And you've got three main eras of Ultras you've got the original Ultras series. Uh, which was the Showa era. So it goes from the original Ultraman all the way through to Ultraman 80. It took a, a small break for a few years and came out with Ultraman Tiga,、uh, which was the Heisei series.、Uh, Tiga ran from there to Mebius, who Mebius is one of the main characters in this movie, and we'll get into that here in just a moment.、Um, and then after Mebius comes Ultraman Zero, and after Ultraman Zero comes what they call the new generation heroes of all these new guys. So you got three main eras of them. And of course, Gavin's a fan of, he likes them all, but what, Gavin? Um, my favorite is Tiga, but didn't、um, Zero was chosen by the、um, Stick of Light? What I call it? We'll, we'll get into that, yeah, here in、okay. just a moment. It's hard to move the movie. So, so, for this, so there's, a, there's a long running history of the Ultras. Long running histories. And you've got all these characters you know, your original Ultraman, Ultra Seven,、uh, you know, Ultraman Taro. Those are like the, the, the original dudes.、Um, and they're, they're huge. You know, at this point in the Ultra series, you see those original Showa Ultras, you know, Ultraman. Uh, you know, Seven, Taro, A- not Ace, yeah, Ace,、um, Jack, Zoffy. They, they, po- they pop around in capes now, kind of because like, they're like the top dogs. They're the original crew. The now you got、brothers. all these, yeah, the Ultra, the Ultra Eight brothers. Yeah.、Um, you got the, ori- the new crew now, don't. You know I mean, they're the new younger guys. They're out saving the galaxy and all the different universes.、Um, so, what this movie has literally got everybody in it from the original Ultraman all the way up to zero at this point. Every Ultra. There has ever been minus one、uh, is in this movie. Literally, I and mean, we're talking dozens of ultras,、uh, other than one ultra didn't make it. And so this movie starts off, had a little bit of a prequel.、Uh, I should talk about, just kind of set up a little piece there in the movie prior to it, which was Ultraman Mebius's last movie、uh, called Ghost Reverse. And it introduced something called the Giga, Giga Battleizer, which was this weapon, this massive spear that takes a big part of this film that could control a hundred monster army. Uh, that was introduced in the movie prior to this.、Um, and so then this movie came out, kind of set the stage because you got introduced to that and what's called the Monster Planet or the Monster, the, the,、uh, the monster, monster Graveyard. Pers- monster Graveyard. Thank you, Gavin.、Uh, the Monster Graveyard, where all these monsters that the Ultras fight, after they kill them, it's kind of where their souls go to. Flying is, around. Is, is the, the, ultra gra- the Monster Graveyard. Yeah. So this movie starts off、uh, with the Ultras. You actually find that for the first time in, since 1961, this is 2009. We get to see the land of light, which is Nebula M78 is the name of the planet, which is the home of the Ultras. Hurts my and eyes. And it's,、uh, say it hurts your eyes. <laughs> yeah.、Um, it is definitely bright. It's the land of light. And they did a fantastic job with CG, making it, the, the planet almost looks like crystal. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it's the buildings and everything's made of crystals. And you see Ultras everywhere. You see the Ultra Command Center, 
where Ultra Father, Ultra Mother are, and as well as the original crew, Ultraman, you know, all those guys. The movie starts out with Mebius, and what's kind of a cool throwback, because if, if anybody's seen the original Ultraman show, Ultraman and Bimlar, the first monster, arrive on Earth in these blue and red orbs. Um, and the movie starts out with a blue orb and a red orb, and the red orb is chasing it to a planet, and it ends up being Ultraman Mebius and Bimlar, the original first Ultra monster ever. I love Bimlar. A super, super cool sequence. Pretty quick. He you know, takes uh, Bimlar out real fast, and then he gets called back to the, the Land of Light, back to Planet Ultra. He gets there, and they're like, they're, you know, they're like hey, man, they said there's some major negative you know, energy going on in the universe, and we need to see what's, what's happening. While they're discussing this, another alien has gone to this planetoid right outside of Ultra. It's a prison, a prison. planet. Uh, right? It's a prison planet uh, that actually houses an Ultra called Belial, or Belial, Belial. As, we, as we talk about it in, here in America. He is the first and original, uh, in, well, the only evil Ultraman. Belial, when he was young, tried to take what's called the plasma spark from the Land of Light, which is where the Ultras get their power from. And, of course, it could destroy him type deal, so he doesn't take it. Ultra Father stops him, and banish, and Ultra King banishes him uh, to this prison planet. Um, the, the, you find out throughout the movie that the, you know they stop him. They originally banish him. But he meets an alien called Rayblood who fuses with him, and Rayblood has the ability to control monsters, and he becomes Ultraman Belial, comes back, tries to steal the plasma spark again. Ultraman, Ultraman King, Gavin's got the sweet, cool little figure here. Actually, I knocked him down of Ultraman King here. For Belial, um, actually, he didn't, he, um, Ultra Father wasn't, didn't stop him. He gently touched it, but burned his hand kind of thing. That's, yeah, yeah, Belial, that's what it. happened to Belial, yeah. It did deform him a little bit, so... But so he comes back and tries to destroy the Land of Light, and Ultra King, being the Mac Daddy he is, he's like the most powerful Ultra there is, um, makes quick work of him and imprisons him in this plantoid, which is literally, the, the plantoid is literally his prison. Like, he is locked into the walls of this thing. <laughs> this alien, classic Ultra alien named Zarab, uh, who was in the previous movie, uh, stole the Giga Battleizer in the previous film, shows up, frees Belial, or Belial, um, frees him and, and gives him the Giga Battle and it's like, oh, we're going to rule the universe together. Quickly finds out Bilal don't share anything, <laughs> and Bilal wipes him out. Uh, goes to escape, and Taro shows up to try and stop him, and it goes from there to Planet Ultra. And he just, Belial just starts, or Bilal just starts, I'm going to say Bilal the rest of the way out, but <laughs> in Japanese it's Belial. Just wipes the floor with everybody. He starts taking out a lot of Ultras, every Ultras, and you see a lot of the classics, man. You see you know, you you get to see Ace in them, but like Ultraman before, Power, but yeah, Ultraman Power is one of them. Ultraman Great, which were the two American productions. Um, you get to see, uh, oh, who are they? Gavin, the cartoon ones, Chuck and Beth, and oh, I, can't, I remember. can't remember the third one. The, the, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there's a, anyways, there's a bunch of them. So yeah. all Ultraman the lower uh, uh, Ultra, Ultra Boys, Boy. Man Boys in there. So all the the smaller Ultra series, you kind of see him wipe through those guys real quick, and then here comes Ultraman, Ultra Seven. Um, and then you've got Zoffy, who were like the three original Jack. dudes. Uh, uh, Jack shows up with Ace and 80 at oh, one yeah. point. So he he goes through the whole gamut. Well, he ends up making it to the land of uh, the, to where the plasma spark is and you know fights Ultra Father, Ultra Mother, and goes to steal the plasma spark. And he has to fight Tara one more time, and he takes everybody out. 
steals the plasma spark. Uh, through the process of this, Mebius is fighting too. He kicks Mebius, hits him so hard, knocks him right into space, um, off the planet. So Belial's pretty strong. And uh, what he didn't actually kick him. What he did was use the pl- like plasma sword thing. Oh, the battle nizer. Yeah, yeah, and to, hit him, knocked him out. To lightning him and throw him out. Yeah. So and so he's up. Mebius is not on the planet at this point. And so he takes the plasma spark, and uh, in a last-ditch effort, you know, everything starts freezing because that's the source of power for the Ultras. That's that's their life stone, pretty much. Everything starts freezing, so Taro, in a last-ditch effort, uh, grabs a hold of the last bit of, of light and holds it um, so that they can, you know, there be there's a chance to save the planet. And Ultraman and Ultra 7 manage to block this stuff from happening and survive. The rest of the planet is completely frozen. Belial takes off and goes to the monster graveyard. All we have left now is Mebius floating out in space. He realizes he's got to see what's going on. He goes to Planet Ultra, runs into Ultraman and Ultra 7, and they're like, look, we have got to find a way to save the planet. We've got to go take up Belial. And they start mentioning at this point of another Ultra to come help. And 7 is very much like, I don't think this one's ready. And you see on another planet where Ultra King King is, uh, Leo, Astra, Uh, who are two Ultra Brothers as well, are training this Ultra that's in this stuff called Tecto Gear. It is a it is an armor that is made to suppress your movements and ability to do things. And this Ultra, this mystery Ultra that's there, also tried to take the Splasma Spark at one point. And instead of banishing him, Ultra King, Ultraman King, put him on this planet to train under Leo and Astra. And so he's there, and they're like, Ultraman and, and is like, hey, dude, Seven, we've got to call him. And they're like, you know, this Ultra Warrior is the first Ultra Warrior to have an unlimited possible potential. And Seven's like, no, he's not ready. And uh, so they've got to figure out a way. So they send Mebius to find Ray. Ray is a character from the Mega Monster Battle show, and he is a human Ray Blood. So he's a mix with human and Ray Blood, which is the alien that Belial's part of that can control monsters. And so he goes around in his show, and he helps fight monsters off because he can control Gamora. With the, uh, Gamora's Gamora. one of them. Leetra is another one. Leetra, Gamora, of course, is an Ultraman monster. Leetra comes all the way back to Ultra Q when it all first started. So they go and they find Ray, and Ray and Mebius and Ultraman and Ultra Seven end up going to the uh, monster graveyard to try and take on Belial. He has now released the Hundred Monster Army, and unfortunately, these dudes just can't keep up. I mean, he yeah, is beating no. them up. I'm, I'm, I got him coming. Uh, but another Ultraman shows up. The only Ultra, unfortunately, from the Heisei series that really kind of put his toe into the fight is Dinah. Dinah shows up, tries his hand. He fails as well. Um, uh, Belial realizes that Ray is part Ray blood and unlocks that evil side of him. And so Ray turns Gamora against the Ultras for a, for a bit. Ultra 7 steps up, takes a brunt of the hit. And Ray realizes, you know, from his captain that he's doing wrong. They turn the tide back against Belial. Belial finally says he's done, pretty much, and just goes to wipe them all out. Seven steps up, takes it all to save Ultraman, save Dinah, save Ray, save Mebius, because Seven's a freaking beast. That's the reason why Seven's my favorite of the Ultras. <laughs> but it kills him. Right before Seven dies, he takes what's known as his eye slugger, which is this massive blade that's on his head, and he throws it into space. And then it goes from when he falls down, right as he's about to die, it switches over to the planet where that unknown Ultra's at. And uh, they realize at this point he is finally, you know, he's uh, this ultra uh, that's in his techno gear saves this little monster called Pigmon, who's been in the Ultra series forever. Saves Pigmon, and they're like, You realize what it takes to be, you know, now what it takes to be an ultra. And then the Eye Slugger shows up 
and he picks it up, and they're like, that's seven. So Ultra King grabs it and you know, telepathically finds out what's going on. And he says, this is what's happening. Tells him Blau's at the Ultra Graveyard. He's taking out the planet of light, and he talks to Zero, and he goes, you need to go save your father. And they're like, what, what? And he's like, you're the son of seven. And then they, he just loses it. They drop the Teto gear. He takes off, shows up at the monster planet, grabs his father, moves him away from the battlefield and looks at him and his father just like looks at him and you know says son and then just pretty much you know dies at that point. And then Seven turns around and like his father has two ice slugger blades on his head. Again, of course we got him got him here in the figure form. Looks a lot like Seven. He actually um, broke the armor. Uh yeah, well, that's later on, not in this movie though. Um or are you talking about the technical no, they didn't break the armor. Um but yeah. so he proceeds to wipe the floor with these monsters. It's totally different game ball game when Seven shows up. Seven shows up and ain't nobody stands a freaking chance. He just wails through the hundred monster army like they're nothing. Seven or zero or zero, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> zero shows up and you know makes this awesome statement. It's like I'm zero, son of seven, and just that Rambo moment I was telling you guys last time. You know, it's like Murdoch, I'm coming for you, dude. Unleashes all hell on these monsters and wipes them all out like it's nothing, and then goes toe to toe with Belial and Belial. You know, he, he just can't he can't hang at this point. Like, Zero is whooping him like it's nothing. And he does. He throws him into a, a, a river of lava, and they think it's done and over with. But the spirits of these monsters come back, and Belial has fused them into one massive monster. Demon, and, mostly. Uh, yeah, like a big massive demon, and Belial's like the brain of it. And so it takes Zero and the Ultras, uh, minus seven, give him what power they have left to give Zero a little bit of a boost to just wipe Belial and these monsters out, which he does successfully. Belial goes flying out in the universe, and we presume is, is dead, and then they manage to get the, the plasma spark back, take it back to the Land of Light, and save Planet Ultra. And as a last-ditch moment, you see it's a pretty cool moment. You see like all these Ultras and the family members coming back together again, and Zero's kind of just standing there. And all of a sudden, a hand grabs him from the back, and he turns around, and it's his dad. Seven standing there. He's been resurrected. And King lets him know. He's like, look, this was a major fight. We won, we, we won, but there's more to come. And then as that happens, right as it ends, you see the dead body of Belial on this, like, asteroid floating in space. And his eyes light up. Credits roll, you know, type yeah. deal. So <laughs> that is the movie, man. It is a lot to it, but, God, it is worth it. Let's find out what we thought about this movie, starting with Gavin. I thought I said it was a four because I, um, for if you if you um start watching it, you can see that when um they start to fight, I feel like why I gave it a four is because he just he didn't really pick up. You're a not fight. supposed to give your number away yet, man. <laughs> we do the stomp down rating later. I, I don't bit. watch it. Really, that much. That, that's how much my son loves me. He doesn't watch my show at all. You know? <laughs> I know he doesn't even know how it goes. <laughs> yeah, he, is, he just wants to be on it. So, but no, no, you're good, Gavin. Tell yeah, so. Tell good. us what you thought about the movie, man. Get up to your mic. I thought it was um, good be- because, well, I didn't think I would. There would be another Ultraman, but there was, and that came up to be one of my favorites. Zero. Yeah. Well, zeros. Like, I was thinking, like zeros, how you right. got started on the show, or was it no Tiga's how you got started? Tiga, yeah. yeah. But this one was the first movie you saw. Yeah, he right? went through a yeah. Tiga. He did go through yeah, a everything big was like Tiga, Tiga, Tiga. Yeah, yeah. I know his theme song, his whole entire theme song. T- Tiga is pretty boss, but Take zero was this was the first one movie you watched, the actual first movie movie, right? I liked it. Yeah. What all else did you like about this movie? Uh, I liked how he actually did pick up a fight so did Belial by actually 
having a second chance to also fight him to show him, um, Zero, that he actually has more power. That was cool. Anything else you liked about it? Like mm. some of the other characters? and I know you're a big Mebius fan as well, right? Yes, I'm glad that we get to saw Mebius, and I'm glad we were able to saw Dinah, but he should have bringed his um, brothers too, Gaia and Tiga. Guy Antigua, yeah. yeah. So Gavin, you're yeah, now Gavin's definitely a, a Heisei Ultraman fan. So that's that's Tiga. Start with Tiga. Went from Tiga. The second one was Dinah. Third was Gaia. And then you've got a couple in between with them. You got Agul was the blue one that helped Gaia, and uh, he wasn't like a main Ultraman, but yeah. he was like a, a side helper. It was Agul. So. Uh, but those and then Cosmos. Cosmos was the other Heisei one. The one that um, loves monsters. Yeah, he loves monsters. So you're definitely a big fan of those for sure. Is there anything you didn't like in this movie, Gavin? Yes, there's actually something I didn't like in a movie. The thing that I didn't like was how um it I can't remember uh, where where we saw the um monster with the um weapon, the blade thing to fight with, with the, all the monsters inside. I'm glad he showed up, but the thing I didn't like is when he didn't actually um, help Belial because you actually got to saw him in one of, like, these shows that didn't really get to see him, and he came back, but then he just immediately died. Zareb. Yeah, Zareb, yeah. I don't like, I didn't like that. So. Finally came back. Now, who, died. outside of Zero, who was your favorite Ultra to watch in this movie? Like, thought was the coolest to see in the film? I'm going to have to go with um, watching... Seven, um, Ultraman Jack and Ultraman or Ultraman Zoffy, whatever. So, like the original crew, you like seeing yeah. the, the original guys doing their thing. It was pretty cool the moment where they're fighting on the Ultra Command Tower. Yeah, mostly the. They're fighting sideways yeah. down the tower. That was pretty sweet. Mostly the eight brothers because they're inside. Mebius starts to fight. Then, um, it's the. Then Zoffy, um, Ultraman, then Seven. Then it goes to Ace, Eighty, and, um, Jack. Yep. And he had the whole trade eight brothers fighting, but side by like other piece ways. by piece. Yeah. You mean like like so like we got the first the original brothers, and you got the second group of brothers. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was that was really cool. So he gets weakened down to get demolished by King, but didn't really. Well, I think it's it's go. it's safe to to be. You know, it would be a little unfair having King show up when you think because I King's... mean not King Ken Father. Ultra oh, Ken, Father. that's right. Yeah, so Ultra Father's name is actually Ken. That's right. Yeah, Ken. yeah. When Ken shows up, so <laughs> anything else you like to want to say about the movie? That they actually were able to show the original Ultramans, like the um, the one that Ultraman fought, fought, the one with the two claws like a crab. I can't remember. Baltan. Baltan's in it, yep. I'm glad he showed the original one, like the ghost, that Seven fought in the original yep. ghost thing. Yeah. Glad he showed the original monsters, too. Yeah, that was that was really cool that they, not only you have all the original Ultraman, you've got a lot of the original monsters and the first show one, up. The first monster that Tiga ever fought, the like, the one that had like, that looked like a kind of yeah 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 he's in there there's tons of man which is super cool yeah. that is the detail they put into it is not only the original ultra yeah. man you got all the ultra monsters there's to 100 um so. yeah my, my head is about to explode with all, he's just whipping <laughs> these names off left <laughs> and right and, you know hey this and that and this and that and what's amazing about how old are you nine nine years old prefers the japanese version over the english dub yeah he does you know and he knows all this stuff it's just yeah, well, I mean, like, even, like, I got the, you know, I finally got a, uh, the newer or a higher quality version of this movie put up on the Plex for everybody to watch, and and I got it with the English dubbing as well. Right. 
And when I told Gavin, I said, hey, man, you know, you got to watch this movie. I know you've seen this several times, but you still need to watch it. And I said, the version I got is a lot better quality, but it also has the English dub version. And he's like, I don't like the English version. <laughs> he's like, nope, nope, nope. So, um, I was just born in Japan. That's great. That's you should have been. So, uh, all right, anything else you want to say? If not, we're going to let the Lorax take over. No, the Lorax can take over. All right. <laughs> hey, all right. This is my first Ultraman movie that I've watched. Right, because you introduced uh, me to yeah. Ultraman years ago. You know, storyline, I think it was great. Just uh, really got into it. Uh, again, there's so many Ultramans, it was hard for me to keep up on who's who. And, uh, but I think this movie uh, was exciting. The fight scenes, I mean, it's constant. Oh, start yeah. To start to finish, it does not stop. And uh, uh, the characters in it, I think, are just uh, from the monsters uh, to the Ultraman, to the villains. I mean, was really, really good and kept you really interested in the movie on uh from from start to finish, I mean, and it was really good. I watched the English dubbed. Uh, I thought the dubbing was good. Uh, Gavin, you all right over there? Uh, <laughs> they're seeing you on camera. Yeah, doing they're, all this. they're, they're <laughs> watching you. His <laughs> camera's all turned all decked up. Uh, uh, but I think um, overall, you know, fantastic movie. And if and if you haven't watched Ultraman, this may be a good starting point just to get into, and then you can go back and start. Yeah, I agree. Uh, picking up each of the different characters, so. Hey, I'm, I thumbed up. You know, it's it's good. It's, it's good. good. Yeah. Grandmaster, what about you, sir? Well, um, you know, last episode I kind of told you I've never been like a big, huge Power Rangers fan or anything like that because I was already an adult when Power Rangers came out. So I, I will say one thing. When I started watching this movie as the English dub, I watched the English dub at the beginning, I thought this movie is horrible. And I said, you know what? It's not the movie that's horrible. It's the dub. So I turned it off and watched the Japanese subtitle one, and that fixed a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so oh, yes. all of a sudden, it was just the voices were just overdone. It was just, I'm like, no, no. There's no way the there's no way they sound like that. So I changed, and I'm like, okay, this is better. Because it was like, you know, the uh, Belial sounded like, oh, my God, there's no way but, that's what he sounds like. Is, and then so I turned it off and it was regular, you know. Did you notice that the voice of Frieza from Dragon Ball? Yes. Is in that? Yes. Is in yes. that. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, picked, I did pick yeah. up on yep. that from yep. Dragon yep. Ball. Yeah. Okay. So I, switched, so I don't know about nothing about Dragon Ball. So I switched it back and then the movie was okay. But I thought the, the fight scenes were choreographed so well. I mean, I thought, I mean, I said, man, this this is one of the best. Fight scenes that you know the fight scenes were just choreographed so well. I, I can't even describe how well I thought. I mean, I'm, they, it was really good, and they were, you know, in some of these monster flicks, you just you can tell that it's somebody in a suit and they're struggling. Yeah, but right. in, in in this movie, it's somebody in a suit, but they're not struggling. They really can, you know. I guess they designed the suits enough where there was enough flexibility for them to make the moves they need. Oh to, yeah, like especially the guy make. who plays Gamora. Like the, yeah, the actor who plays exactly. Gamora yeah. can get it, man. Because oh, yeah. uh, even when they're on the the that's the main monster that Ray uses on the 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 monster graveyard to fight, and Gamora's right. in there with the Ultras just whooping tail, oh, yeah. dude. Oh yeah, yeah, Fantastic. yeah. So, Leslie with his well, tail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I thought the fight scenes were excellent. Matter of fact, the fight scenes were the best part of the movie. Um, the storyline was great. <coughs> Excuse me, storyline was great too. I, I thought it was pretty interesting, and you know, to me, it gave it it was shades of. I'm sorry, Godzilla Final Wars, because you had it was like an all star cast. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you had all Ultraman, and you had all these monsters. Which too, I thought that was great. They had all these monsters, and they were all different. 
you know, it was like, and I said, man, they, you know, they didn't skimp on, on the suit actors or, or the suits. I mean, maybe they all didn't fight. I'm sure they didn't. Cause then that would be ultra expensive. See what I did there? <laughs> ultra expensive. <laughs> yeah. It'd be ultra expensive, but I liked that they, they had all these monsters and they were all sold, you know, they were original from, you know, the only Ultraman I've ever watched was the show in the early seventies, the original. You know, I've always heard you guys talk about Ultra Seven and Ultra Zero, and and I'm like, I don't even know who those who those people are. I have no idea. So this was my first Ultraman movie as well. Um, the only exposure I've had to Ultraman was the original show from '66, and I even that I saw it in reruns on Saturday afternoons when they show up once in a while. So to me, this was a brand new experience, but I, I thought it was it was done pretty well. Um, even the special effects, maybe they're a little subpar compared to other movies, but the fight scenes more than make up for it, in my yeah. opinion. Um, and I thought there were shades of, you know, I saw shades of Thor, you know, with uh, Ultraman Z Zero being sent away because he wasn't yeah. worthy because of what he tried. Uh, I saw, you know, shades of Superman in the Phantom Zone where they sent General Zod and the in the glass and right, get yeah, away, yeah. you know, and they say, and so there's a prison there and that kind of reminded me, you know, shades of Arkham or, or really more the Phantom Zone. So I saw a lot of, um, in the, in the movie itself, I saw a lot of, uh, influences there from all over that they grabbed and made it work very well where, you know, you didn't, a lot of times if I see that, I'm like, oh, that's just a knockoff. They're just trying to knock this off. I didn't think that with this movie because they did such a good job of, of taking the influences, but just integrated it into the movie. So the movie's not uh, a total, you know, it's not like just a series of influences all thrown together and they just made a movie. You could tell that um, the director and, and the fight, the, the choreographer, which I think it's the same as the director. It's the same. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the yeah. director, you can uh, tell he really Sakamoto. cared about what he, he really cared about the product he was going to put out. It wasn't one of these, I'm just going to put something together and throw it out because that's what the studio wants. I, I thought this one was well thought out. And it's one of those movies that if you, I, I think, if you want to introduce a kid to Ultraman, th this would be the one. It's a lot to take in, but it's it's fun enough that these a, ki a kid would enjoy, an adult, I enjoyed it, uh, that a kid would enjoy it, you know. Um, yeah. So I really think, like, if I was going to introduce my grandchild to it, Probably start with this one because it's a whole lot of fun. On top of all of what I just said, it's also a whole lot of fun to watch. Yep. So, um, because you have, a, I mean, just it's just awesome, you know. So, and that's it. That's all I got. I really don't have too many too many negative things to say about this Bad. movie because it was just so much that's fun. Good. Yeah. So it, for, it was great for me, man. This one is, dude. It's top notch. Like, so my history with Ultraman goes back about circa Gavin's age, maybe a little younger. Seven or eight? Maybe, you know, around, around that time, you know, around yeah, Gavin's okay. age, Mark introduced me to Ultraman. Um, I don't even remember where we saw it on. I just remember you showing me the, uh, I think it was the second episode, which has got one of the Godzilla suits as a monster named G-Ross. Yeah. It comes out of the lake. They just kind of put a big fin around his, you know, his neck and yeah. colored him different. But I remember us watching that, and I don't even remember where we saw it at, or I don't remember, was it, it was a TBS, you know, aired it or something. Yeah, I think um, it was one of those, it was a Saturday, Saturday deal. Back Sorry, then, Superstation deal, yeah. yeah Superstations always yeah. showed those. But back, yeah. I think back then we had an independent Channel Four. Right. Uh, that must have been uh, on, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so that's Ultraman's where I started. 
but it was really Ultra 7 because we found out that TNT was still running at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Now, here I am, a little kid, and get around Gavin's age, and you know, you get up and you go to school, and you don't have to get up to like 7.30, get ready, get on the bus, you know, get to school time. No, dude, I'm up at like 5.45 and getting <laughs> a bowl of cereal because I'm turning TNT on to turn Ultra yes. 7 on in the mornings. Yes. Well, like, definitely I, was. Yeah, That's a cool story. Ultra 7 <laughs> was where Ultraman's definitely that big hero. You know, I mean, he was, you know, on screen-wise uh, was the first of his kind. Um, 7 was it for me. 7 was a much darker show. It was much more serious in tone. Seven wasn't always a giant, you know, wasn't giant size. There was many episodes where he fought aliens that were human-sized aliens, and he was human-sized. You know, so it was a lot more realistic, and he would change things. And Seven's always been my favorite. Uh, I mean, I've loved him from the word go. They actually redid uh, Seven um, uh, later on, actually, in the early 2000s, or no, late 99, uh, called Ultra Seven X, which was like a 12-episode redo, which was like almost like Matrix meets Ultraman, super amazing freaking show, so good. Uh, but I liked Seven because he was darker and it was a more grittier show. And so I've always clung to Seven. And then like after I watched Seven, I remember us going uh, on a, a program I was in called Upward Up, not Upward Bound. It was, um, what was that program where we, we did the plays and I was the special effects guy? Um, Odyssey well, of the Mind, Odyssey yeah, of the Mind. Yeah, yeah, that's and it. so Odyssey you, of the Mind, what, Gavin? Do you also want to know something cool about it? You said that how Ultraman 7 turns too many. I can't remember the, I think it was Ultraman Saga where um, Zero also turns many too. Yep, it's in the Ultraman Saga movie he does that. Yep, which came two more after this one, uh, after this movie. Uh, but so, um, so I was doing Odyssey of Mine. We went to Nationals in Nashville and we went to uh, uh, some movie or electronic store, whatever, and they had, they had VHS tapes, you know, uh, for sale. And we found Ultraman Powered. Or not Ultraman, Ultraman Great. And it was over here, it was released as Ultraman Towards the Future. And I, we bought a tape of it and watched a couple episodes. There was like two or three episodes on one tape. And I was like, holy crap, the Ultra stuff's been going on since way back in the day. And there's all these other series. So that's when I dove into it big time at that point, was as a teenager. And, uh, but still, Seven Man, hold strong. Still my favorite Ultra dude. He's just freaking, he's always been a beast. Uh, he was the first brutal killer. There's one episode where he fights one monster and he takes his eye slugger and chops it up in like six different pieces. I'm like this is fantastic. But so this movie introducing the son of seven was huge for me. Like I clung to zero. He's my second favorite ultra, um, big time. And I love the story. I love getting you know as far as the knowing the backstory of the ultras, seeing the ultras. I've already seen all these guys. I've never seen them all on screen at one time. So that was epic. Then getting to finally see, this is the first time you actually get to see the Land of Light outside of Ultraman Taro's movie, which came back out in the 70s. Um, you get to kid? see. Yeah, yeah, the one when he's a kid. Oh, uh, yeah. And which, ironically, uh, is voiced by the guy who voiced Goku um, in one of the, the later dubs for it. Yep. Um, so you get to see parts of the outskirts of, uh, you get to see a command center where Taro's in there learning from the other Ultras, and it's kind of flashbacks from Ultra Series episodes. And you get to see him training by himself out in the mountain range. That's it. You don't really get to see the planet itself. This time you do. And in a vast scope. And seeing all the Ultras on screen was awesome. Them even going and showing like Ultraman Chuck, Ultraman Beth. I cannot remember the third Ultraman's name there. Uh, but they were from they were from the animated TV series um, that came out here in America. 
And uh, so seeing him put it, put it in time to, to make those Ultraman's li- Ultraman live action, to see them bring in Ultraman Powered and Ultraman Great, who were, again, American productions, brought over, seeing you know the side ones. You had Ultraman 80 and then the Princess Ultra, I can't remember her name. Seeing, seeing all these dudes brought in was just super awesome. Seeing them go about their daily lives. You got the Academy, you know, where Taro's training all the new recruits, you know, and you've got the command center and you've got, you know, people walking around with little ultra babies, you know, was super freaking cool. But the storyline for this was great because while you've always had imitation Ultraman, they call him imitation Ultraman throughout the series, you know, Ultraman seven, like a lot of them have fought an an evil version. It's never been an actual ultra. Like at the beginning of this movie, you see the alien Zarab who actually looks like an evil Ultraman, but then he turns into him to himself as Zarab before he releases Belial. Um, He's not, an actual ultra he can just imitate his look and you see that even tiga tiga fights an evil version of himself who's not a true ultra but this was the first time you got to meet a true ultra that was evil in belial and he is just the epitome like everything they fight against they're the they're the beings that fight for justice throughout the universe belial is the absolute opposite and you see it from the word go i mean he immediately kills the guy who sets him free and from there, Mark, you're right, dude. It doesn't stop. It is nonstop fighting hey, from nonstop. all the way through. Oh, and yeah, you get to see a lot of classic monsters. And what I love about this is it's 2009, but you look at some of these ultra monsters from back in the day, they're very corny looking, like to probably most kids today. Like they might be like, that's really cheesy or, no, you know, I don't. Well, I'm glad you don't, Gavin. But like some kids would yeah. be like, oh, that looks so lame. They don't care. You know what I mean? They love this. this right. it's, the, it's the heart and soul of the show. You know what I mean? So to bring back these yeah. ultra monsters like Bimlar or, you know, or, or Gamora, Gazora, some of these dudes, like, wouldn't translate to kids nowadays because of how cheesy they were back then. They don't care because that's it's the heart. It's the love for it. And I love that. Yeah. They were not ashamed of these monsters, and it showed. And they yeah. all looked fantastic. Brand new suits, looked amazing. Everyone was top-notch in this. The actors were great. I loved Ray um, in this one. This was my first introduction to Ray and the Mega Monster Battle ga- crew um ray was fantastic i started watching that series now because of ray he's really cool everything was good was amazing but then for me the moment zero shows up oh yeah it was like dude it just went from a really good movie to an absolutely unbelievable it had that rambo moment for me dude where it's just like it's over man and it's been fantastic since because i mean this set the groundwork for Ultra Zuman Zero and Belial, that's Belial's his, his arch nemesis. You know, Ultraman. It was Zeton. Zeton was the monster that killed Ultraman in the original series, and he's kind of been the main bad guy for arch nemesis for Ultraman since then. Uh, for Ultra Seven, it was Red King, and Red King's been famous since then. Red King's in this movie. Um, you know, every Ultra has their one main dude who's really been the main bad guy, and for Zero, it's Belial. It's the first Ultraman nemesis that's an Ultra. Red and King, the one with the, like, big arms? The big arms, yeah, yeah. That's from Ultra 7. He fights. Um, yeah, Red Zero King. fights him a couple times. But so from this point on, man, Zero kind of takes charge. He's the new dude, and, and the, the, you got a sequel movie to this that's called The Revenge of Belial. Belial comes back. Fantastic movie. Um, it goes on even further from there to where uh, – and what's amazing, we may get to at one point, is is there's a show called Ultraman Jeed or Geed that comes out, Jeed. and and Jeed is actually the son of Belial, and he struggles with that. Like he knows who his father is, but he doesn't want to be like his father. But he's got his father in him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he is, and it's up to Zero <clears throat> to 
teach him and, and, and train him. And that's a, that's an amazing dynamic because Zero's training the son of his arch nemesis. So from here, from this moment on, man, stories with Zero just skyrocket what they do. And but so this introduction movie was fantastic. Great start to finish. I have zero complaints in this movie. The only complaint, no, I have zero complaints in this movie. Like <laughs> everything was great, man. And and Ruben, you were talking about the fight scenes were great. Kochi Sakamoto, who directed this movie, this was the first Ultra movie he directed, first Ultra anything. He has a vast history with Power Rangers and Common Rider. And from yeah. I mean, almost every, I mean, tell. yeah, he was the yeah. fight choreographer for the Power Ranger series for decades. And you and that, yeah, you can really tell in this movie because the fight scenes in this are fantastic. I mean, a, a way above par for a lot of stuff like this. And special effects were great, man. Rider. And yeah, even better in Common Rider. And the, even the computer graphics. This was the most computer graphics heavy movie I've ever seen in the Tokusatsu or you know Kaiju series from Japan. And it was it was amazing. So uh, I absolutely love this movie. And I think it's time you find out what the stomp down rating is. All right, so stop down rating for this collectively from the four of us. Me and Gavin gave it a little bit higher than Mark and Ruben did, um, but the total was a three and a half out of five, man. Um, I can't recommend this enough. I know, me, and, me and Ruben, oh, or me and uh, Gavin gave it a four. Uh, Lorax and the Grandmaster gave it a three, but they even tell you, even Ruben said it, man, yeah. this is the place to start. So if you've never seen Ultra anything, this is a great starting point because – as Ruben said, man, it is, it's not only a, just awesome with what's going on with the fights and the monsters, it's just fun. Super fun. Good movie. You guys got anything you want to add to it? Uh, no, I mean, uh, you know, probably my rating was a little, maybe a little low because I really, really enjoyed the movie. Just uh, getting, being confused on who's who uh, yeah. was it, my it, hardest yeah. part uh, of doing, of, yeah. of the movie. Uh, that's the only thing I had as far as negative. It'd be negative. That, the reason I gave it a yeah. three. Right. Uh, it's it, same here. I, I was gonna. I was gonna use the word. I, I I rated it because of my ignorance of the of of the lore of Ultraman. I just didn't know enough about it. So, but I could tell when Sludge here was doing his review, and when Gavin was doing it, they they, they love Ultraman. They love oh, these into series. It. Into so, it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So so that you know, I could just tell. Uh, I think that was about the longest synopsis I've ever heard on the show since we began from it, well yeah i will say because there's, there's a lot you to know, the story on this there one is. but there, there is. but there is a lot to the story there is a lot to the story but but um in that i saw your your passion come out for how much you you love the series and and gavin talking about it and knowing all about all them you know it, it was again. just i could see that both of y'all just really really love ultraman where me and mark we're we're we're, we're not new to ultraman but we're new to this this lore i mean i didn't realize that ultraman had this helped me kind of understand what was going on before i, I couldn't tell you okay ultraman zero ultraman seven how can zero be seven's son you know how does that work you know it was That's now crazy. i kind of understand what's going on right you know so um so it helped educate me a yeah. little bit so uh, that's why i think I, and i don't know if marco agreement but it, it's it comes because we we just don't know enough about it exactly um, exactly and there's know, a lot to, to it to give it a exactly. yeah uh-huh, so. Gavin, you want to say something? Yes, and also, if you have watched, I suppose, um, Ruben, I've said he's seen this. I don't know. 
might know because he started watching the Ultraman, yeah, the, the original Ultraman. The original show. Ultraman show. From and the, um, what I've seen, the original Ultraman, I don't know if it was back then, but his pose now is kind of like Zero's, but he puts his hands out like that, but Zero yeah. kind of puts it out like that. Yeah, the so way he does his hands. Making his, the but way it he is, yeah. Hands, like yeah, the Ultra. yeah, yeah, so there's that throwback, that throwback yes. to the original Ultraman. The throwback they, is the there. And, so and that, was but, cool. yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Cold. That, uh-huh. <laughs> that, was cool. that was That was pretty cool, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, man, fantastic! Like, I mean, and the, there's, there's, there is, there is a reason why my, I mean, I give it a four. I, 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 I could have given it higher. I will not lie. Same here. But the reason I didn't is because there is another Ultraman movie that would, that would put this one to shame. And so I, you know, like we try to do, you know, what I mean, like yeah. I, I was like, yeah. I couldn't honestly go higher yeah. knowing there's another one out there that would. Without question, it's, get it's better than this one. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only the only reason. That's for something down the road. Then that is definitely well. Yeah. That's definitely one that we will yeah. be doing down yeah. the road because I've been wanting to for a minute. So have Gavin back in on the show and yep, because Gavin's yeah. seen that one too. So yeah. we might get to get to uh, well. Which one was it? Well, I'm not going to reveal it on the show yet. We're not going to do oh, that. Yeah, yeah. it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, that's the behind the scenes. Stuff. So. Like G or eight. All right, or, so um, well, I'll tell you after the show. Don't worry about it. Right, <laughs> so he wants to got, know now. Yeah, we got well, something. Get, we Gavin's going to be one of those reporters that just hounds you until he gets the answers he wants. That's right. That is, yeah. Yeah, he does that, man. I will tell you that. <laughs> he definitely me, does. Tell me the beginning of the letter, and I can easily know what it is. <laughs> uh, S. Oh, okay. You know what it is, don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah you're like, <laughs> he's like, I've seen it in theaters too. You know, like that's how cool he is. So, but all right. So there you go, man. Three and a half total from us, and uh, we highly, highly recommend it. And if you've never seen anything ultra, this is a fantastic place to start. It will open the door and give you an, 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 an a glimpse into the massive lore that is in the ultra series, um, which will either you won't care about, or you'll be like, I got to dig into it and find out because this is fantastic. And if you go with like you know, listen to anything August Ragone listen, talks about, dude. August Ragone is an ultra fanatic too, as well. So. Yeah. Um, can't, cannot praise it enough. So, all right, it is time for everybody's favorite part of the show. And, uh, we've got something to talk about before, you know, when we get there, but you know what time it is. It's time to test your mic. 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 All right, so the last time was crazy because we had like three or four of these in a row where we all got them right, and so we had to finally whittle it down with some additional trivia I kind of threw up on the spot, and me and Mark had to watch Phantom in Paradise. Yeah. It was Ruben's only way, apparently, and I don't know why. After watching this, it was his only way. I, I should have. Well, my know, my bad, bad. The Ruben. bad part about all this was that um, you tried to get out of it just because what? you ate a little gummy bear. Man, oh, everyone loved yeah. that. I don't care. Everyone loved that. Did he eats die? a little gummy bear, and then he thinks, "Oh, uh, I shouldn't have to do anything else because I ate the gummy bear." What did the gummy bear taste like? The gummy bear tasted like nothing yeah. um, at no all. No flavor. Yeah. But oh, it yeah. was a very hot. 
very, very. Oh, he was sweating so yeah. bad, Gavin. It was hot. absolutely That's crazy. Hot. I will say, hot, hot does not have a flavor. It's just hot. <laughs> yeah, there it was, doesn't have a flavor. It's no not like, oh, it tastes it like whatsoever. you know. It's just, there's no flavor. It's just hot, and you don't taste anything. <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely didn't yeah. taste anything. No, he was, no, <laughs> I did not. So. Water didn't work. Anyways, Soda didn't anyways. Work. Okay. Uh, so, so we got to watch Famine in Paradise, and I really enjoyed Famine in Paradise because I felt like I was watching Family Opera meets Tommy. And while not so yep. much a monster movie, it, I mean, it technically is, you know, Family Opera, I have always said, is my absolute favorite film of all time. To me, there's no better movie than the original Family Opera with, uh, with Lon Chaney, period. So it already had me by that point. You know, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a musical, it's a music, 70s era music remake of Family Opera. And I thought it was fan-freaking-tastic. Uh, I enjoyed every bit of it. Ruben, I thank you for recommending oh. that movie. It will be watched again by me. I guarantee it. Uh, and, I, and I'm with you. And, and I'm with you. You know, I remember watching it back in the late 70s, maybe early 80s, and uh, uh-huh. um, liked it and uh, uh, enjoyed the movie. And it was definitely, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, just how you're saying it. And the only other thing, I remember going to the Rivoli Theater in – Muncie, Indiana, to see Tommy when it came out, originally came out. And yeah. that's probably one of the closest movies you can maybe, you know, yeah. get to it as yeah. far as being like a rock Jeez. opera or, or something like that. So yeah. uh, I, I definitely thank you for, for making us watch it uh-huh. uh, because right, uh, we definitely, I definitely yeah. enjoyed it. it was, I mean, it aside from Sonic Kong, like everything Ruben recommends. To he's on it, man. He's, dude, I mean, he's a <laughs> fan. Of, I mean, hey. Yeah, well, dude, like, uh, yeah, I mean, this next one, if I win this one, I got one for you. Boy, do I got one for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see. So, all right, yeah. let's find out, man, if Ruben gets to pick who, you know, who uh, has to watch the movie. So, Kurt, again, thank you so much. Kurt Harper jumped in on the trivia yeah. uh, for us on this one, and uh, he did something really cool and really special uh, because where the trivia questions for us can get a little difficult sometimes, he went out of his way to do a special set of questions for Gavin uh, for his cool. own Ultra, Ultraman cool. trivia, which is really, really cool. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through and we're going to knock out the three tri- for us because we have to pick a penalty film. And then we will do Gavin's three and see and test Gavin's Ultraman knowledge and see how that goes. So, Zero. all right. Zero percent. <laughs> no, nah, I think you'll do good on this one, man. So, I hope so. All right. So, here we go with the um, our trivia at this point. So, um, first question up is, at the time, this movie had the third highest grossing of any Ultra movie. How much did it make? A, oh, you got pretty serious on this one. Six million one hundred fifty-four thousand nine hundred sixteen dollars. B six million one hundred ninety-four thousand five hundred sixteen dollars. Or C six million one hundred sixty-eight thousand six hundred sixteen dollars. I have no clue on that one. I don't see how he's going to. Which was the first one? Uh, Was the first first one? No, this is you. This is us, Mark. Oh, this is us. This is us. Oh, I yeah. thought it was him. Oh, no, 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 no. Gavin, I was, I was thinking, wow, what a question. I'm not, not going to yeah. do I mean, that. Always start. Uh, quit moving that. No, no. Um, so, okay, uh, let's, let me do it again Some for Mark here. A is $6,154,916. B is $6,194,516. Or C, $6,168,616. Six 
I am man, not 100 sure about the little man, numbers. Kurt but, went from um, man, man, that was a yeah, he went I, crazy. I, mean, I, I thought you were on the wiki. Yeah, he screen. went crazy. <laughs> no, <laughs> Dude, all you have to do is just so. just guess. You don't have to if it's if you get hey, it wrong, but, at least you guess. Oh, yeah, well, well, unfortunately, if you guess wrong, there's penalties that come from from that. Wait, wait, yeah. what does penalty mean? What do you mean? So if we lose, whoever loses, whoever wins. Gets to pick a really what's supposed to be. Ruben usually makes oh, really? us watch really good movies, uh, but it's yeah, supposed to be a God. really bad, a really bad movie <laughs> that, that the losers watch. have to watch. Yeah. So if you lose, you got to watch a really bad movie. So you want to win? Shrek. I do want to win. I'm not watching Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, number two. What is the name of Zap Spacey's ship? All right, I'll help out on this one. Oh. Zap Spacey, if you all don't remember, is is the is Ray's group, his yeah. his crew. That's what yeah. they're called. Yeah. They're called yeah. Zap Spacey. It's his crew. So, yeah. What is the name of their ship? A. Pendragon, B. Grendel, or C. Beowulf. Good. Good on that one. I'm not I'm good, good at any of this <laughs> at this point in time. Come on, man. They give, they give it to you in the movie, dude. So, All right, number three. What is the catchphrase of this movie? A, the power of light. B, recover the light of the galaxy. Or C, shine on, or shine on light of the galaxy. You know, it was A, the power of light. <laughs> the look on Mark's on Lorex's face is great. Wait, for this movie? <laughs> for this movie. Am I doing no, 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 you're not doing this okay. one. Don't say anything. Yeah. Um, so it's A, the power Jeez, of light. Even he knows that one. Gavin's yeah. like, Gavin's on it. <laughs> A, the power of light. B, recover the light of the galaxy. Or C, shine on light of the galaxy. I, I already know who's going to win. Page. Oh, I'm going to lose. All right. I'm watching. I'm watching. <laughs> that, yeah. so, All right. Who knows what I'm watching Are we now? ready for the answers, and then we'll yes. move on to Gavin's? Okay. Yeah. Number one. That's my only I'm, guess. I'm about, to get, I'm about to get Kurt to start putting the questions in here with these. So, Okay. Number one was, at the time, this movie had the third highest grossing of any Ultra movie. How much did it make? Correct answer was B, $6,194,516. <laughs> Yep. Right. Oh, I got it right. that was my you guess. Yeah, I got, I got it right. It was my guess. Right. I'm not gonna lie. I knew that one based off of the first four. I had no idea what the number looked I like. Five sixteen, like, like uh, Wikipedia stuff, and it just says six point one million. Yeah, um, it didn't go into anything you know yeah. deeper than that. So that's a, why I was a guess. I'm like, yeah. man, I'm. Just, I mean, <laughs> going for it. Hey, you guys guessed it right. So number two, what was the name of Zap Spacey's ship? The answer is a the Pendragon. Yeah. Bam, got Ruben, it. did you get Uh-oh. it? Oh. Yeah, two. I got that Everyone one. got it. Okay, here Again. we got it. So here's the one mm-hmm. that's just it's yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah, go ahead. What is the catchphrase of this movie? The correct answer was recover the light of the galaxy. Yeah. B. That was ah, B. C it's what ah. I had. I missed it. Yeah. Ruben, did you get that one? Yeah, I did. Just going off the galaxy that's because wrong. it was the, the long title had the word galaxy in it, so I just said it's got to be that one. So, yeah, and that, well, that was the whole thing, too, with that one was is they were taking the plasma spark. That's yep. the lie of the galaxy. So, yeah, that yeah, was the tag phrase for that one. So, all right. I reckon that I'll be thing, watching yeah. what? Who's, uh, I got three for three, and Ruben, you I got Donald three Duck. for three. Three for three. Yeah, and I was two out I, of three. I, I was going to say, you know what? You know, Ruben got to do the last movie and, and grace us with it, and I was like, so I'll take the movie. But no, I'm, I'm really interested oh, to know no. to find <laughs> out. That's wrong. I'm interested man. to find out what I could have watched <laughs> that was so bad from Ruben. So, Ruben, what is Mark watching? Okay, so here's a little backstory. 
So oh, no. last weekend, last weekend, DirecTV gave us Showtime for free. Right. So I'm sitting there and it's, I don't know, about 11 o'clock in the Saturday night. And, you know, and uh, I'm flipping through the channels and then I come across this movie, you know, and something caught my interest about it. So I started watching it. Cindy passes by and says, is that one of the movies you're watching for the show? And I said, in a roundabout way. We're not going to review it, but somebody's going to watch it one of these days. <laughs> so, Mark, you're watching Aquarium of the Dead. Aquarium, Aquarium of the, the Dead. Oh, All my right. gosh. That was amazing. It's about, it's about instead of zombies, the fish and the sea life are the zombies in this movie. Aquarium. Oh man, I don't know. I might have to jump out and watch this one. It sounds like something up my alley. All right, so I will hunt down Aquarium of the Dead, get it on yes. the Plex, of the Mark and watch it. That's yes. I don't. I don't awesome. believe it has anything inappropriate or anything like that. I didn't see anything like that because I was also I had it on TV, but I was listening to music, so I was watching it, but I knew what was going on. So um, I thought it was bad enough to put it on the list of bad movies. Oh man, you know, I cannot so. cannot wait for this. So. All right, there we go. Aquarium of the Dead is Mark's movie for the next yeah, round. Yeah, appreciate and, it, Ruben. Uh, all right, Gavin, it is your turn, your trivia. Are you ready, sir, for your three answers? Absolutely not. Uh, okay, well, we'll find out. <laughs> um, all right, so, Gavin, here we go. Here's the first, and it's going to be A, B, or C answers, okay? Okay. You got this? All right, yeah, number number one, the Giga Battleizer, you know, the, the spear, yeah. is a terrible weapon that can resurrect and control how many monsters? A, 100. B, 1,000, or C, 10? How many Ooh. monsters can the Giga Battleizer oh, control? I know, that one. I know that one. I know that one. <laughs> Ruben knows that one. <laughs> All right, Gavin, so it's A, 100, B, 1,000, or C, 10. How many monsters can it control? <coughs> you don't have to say it out loud. Okay, you just got to write it down, A, B, or C. I know, but there's two that they actually said that fits it, but they said it both twice. So 100 oh, is A. B is 1,000, or C is 10? Come on, Gavin. How many monsters did you see? Did I don't you? know, like a million? <laughs> I don't oh. know. There's too many. <laughs> All right, number two. What is the name of the monster? What are you covering your questions for? I'm not like, I'm. that's ain't my trivia. Oh, he already, he, Mark's already told him how you operate. That's why. Oh, that's like, yeah, he's, he's, it's all him here. So, number two, what is the name of the monster that fuses with Belial to make him the evil Ultra? A. Alien Kilowog. B. Alien <laughs> Rayblood. Or C. Alien Zerab. And he also came out in Thor Ragnarok. He did. Dude, I thought that was <laughs> he cool. looks like him. He, he, he does. He really does. He does. I knew that A was um, directly wrong, but I had to guess from um, the other two. What are the names of the first three Ultras to have a show? So the original three. Oh, We've got you, A. You just good. You know that one. Uh, uh, yeah, Ultraman, Ultra 7, and Ultraman Jack, which was the return of Ultraman. Okay. B, Ultraman, Ultraman Ace, and Ultraman Leo. Or C, Ultraman, Ultraman Tiga, and Ultraman Dinah. Which three had were the first three Ultraman shows? A Ultraman Seven Ultra. I'm sorry, Ultraman. Oh, you're done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right, he's, he's so, already. He's done. He's yeah. done. All right. So, answers for Gavin's are number one: the Giga Battleizer is a terrible weapon that can resurrect and control how many monsters? A 100, B 1000, or C 10. The correct answer is A 
100. 100. No. 100. I put V because they said that it can also put 1,000, but they also said it can put 100. So I was so confused. Well, that's all right. Not a big deal there. I didn't know. All right, number two. You have to watch a bad movie now. Yeah, now you got to watch a really <laughs> bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we ain't going to make you do that. Number two. Okay, I want to do it. What is the name of the monster that fuses with Belial to make him the evil Ultra? Uh, a, Galen Kilowog, B, Ray Blood, or Z's Rab? The correct answer was B, Alien Ray Blood. Got that one? Yeah, A was like, I don't even know what Actually, is. Kilowog is a Green Lantern villain, uh, a Green Lantern. Oh. I don't know. If that's I don't know. If that's where Kurt got it from. But, but Kilowog is actually a, a Greenland. Man, look at old um, Mark, man. Mar- oh, Mark's all patriotic. Yeah, he is. I'll I tell actually, you what. I actually knew it was not. You're gonna be in a country Ultraman music commercial. From what I know, there's no monster that's named that. No, Second, I, I barely even heard of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, number yeah. three. What are the names of the first three Ultras to have a show? A Ultraman, Ultra Seven, and Ultraman Jack. B Ultra Ultraman. Scared. Well, it's A Ultra Seven. Okay. Ultraman yeah. and Ultraman Jack. Hey, Papa, me and you have two to three. <laughs> two out of three. He got yeah. two out of three on that one. So, so we're all right. Sweet, man. There you yeah. go, man. You got two out guess of three. Guess what? Two out what of am three. I watching? Aquarium of the Dead. So I well, guess I'll about. check it. You may have to watch Aquarium of the Dead with us to see how a bunch of dead fish and yeah. octopus. I'm taking a bet. I can, I can pick a, kid, a real bad kids movie if you want. No, I'm gonna watch that. <laughs> what, wait, 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 wait. What would would be the bad movie? Shrek. A bad kids movie? Yeah. A bad. I mean, for me, it's like that's well, a your, long your, list. Your dad's favorite movie is Titanic. He loves yes, that one. Yes, yes. No, no, I hate that. Yeah, yeah, he, he can't watch that. that. It's a terrible movie. That's oh. so bad. It's the worst. Second worst. I don't know. It's first or second worst movie ever made. So, <laughs> all so, right. Well, he also likes. Sonic, but you know. Sonic but according Kong. to your dad, according to your dad, it, that's why I wore this shirt. Your dad has a hatred for Universal Monsters. They're 0 for 2 in his movie picks. Oh, no. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Wait. Oh, yeah. How are they, so, how are they oh, 0 yeah. for 2? You know, are you, you, are you crying the about the, dra- the Dracula yeah. Friday Night Fight? Is that what it is? That's sure right. is. Is he <laughs> crying about that one? Wait, Gary Oldman with his dumb wig hair. Princess Leia. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew, I knew going when that was going down. Like, man, this is gonna fire Ruben up. But uh, I mean, hey, man, I had to pick what I thought was he the better one. He's staring you dead in the eye now. And uh, you know, yeah, I just Oldman, dude, Oldman's, wow. yeah. So, anyway, so Gavin, if you want, you can watch Aquarium of the Dead as long I'm as it's living major. So, uh, watch it with you yeah. guys. Yeah, I'll watch you can it. check it out. Make sure if not, let me know. I'll find another. Okay, there that's we what go. we'll do. There we go. So if there's anything yeah. in it that you can't watch, then Ruben will find you one to watch, okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Well, man, again, Kurt, thank you so much for doing that. Thank you for going the extra mile for Gavin to do his own trivia. That was super, super cool. Uh, really yeah, appreciate that. So you want to tell him to the camera? Tell him thanks. Thank you. So uh, this has been fun, man. It's been a blast having Gavin on for this one. we have to get him back for another one at some point. Uh, the one that we did not name, maybe the movie that he has to come back and do. I can do Godzilla um, but, or uh, something. Yeah. Well, you do watch quite a bit of Godzilla too, don't you? Yeah. With us, so, but right now, this that wraps this episode up, and we've got some more coming. So the next episode, the first of next month, is going to be Gamma versus Jiger. We are continuing down our Gamma show a path as we get ready for Gamma Rebirth to hit Netflix on September second, September ninth, something like that. It's right there, beginning of the first September, and then after that, yeah. I have uh, decided to do a really good. Well, I don't know. I might get this one wrong, but. I thought it's absolutely fantastic. One of the best monster movies ever made. Um, they came from Toho and wanted to give the guys something really good to chew on and watch. And we're doing the H Man, 
uh, next month as well. Can and, I watch and, it? Um, H-Man, you can watch, actually. That's a really good one that you can watch. H-Man's a real H-Man? good movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is fantastic. Super, super good. Can I come good. for the H-Man? Well, we'll have to see about that one there, sir. But uh, all right. Well, man, that wraps that one up. We appreciate it so much. You know, again, join us on the socials, man. Go join our Facebook group. Join the Instagram because uh, three times a week we give you guys additional content. Monday nights we talk about more unknown or maybe not have seen monster movies. That's definitely worth checking out. Wednesdays, Ruben rocks our socks off with some amazing monster-related music. And Friday nights you get to see me pissing Ruben's Cheerios quite often. That's yeah, right. When it comes to <laughs> yeah. Friday Night Fights where we take two monster movies pit them together in a ring, and you all, we all get together and decide which is the better movie by voting on it. Uh, and then and again, he always besmirches the OGs. Always. <laughs> I seem to, for whatever reason. <laughs> but, yeah, check it out. It's a lot of fun, man. It's it's a, it's become a family unit, and we all have a great time doing it. Also, check out our buddies, man, at the Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. Uh, good, uh, good Beer, Bad Movie Night, Pete and his crew. Check them out. Their shows are fantastic. Check Charlie, Nate, and Pete. Uh, with it comes with the Give Me Back movies uh, show, so Give Me Back My Action movies and Give Me Back My Horror movies. They're all fantastic. We love those guys so much and want you guys to check them out as well. And, uh, again, thank you all so much. Join us next month for Gamer vs. Jiger and the H-Man. This is your host, Sludge, co-host across from me. It's the Lorax. Little guy next to him. Gavin. And then the Grandmaster from Texas. You got Ruben. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Good night, y'all.